Now, as Christmas approaches, the kitchen becomes a hive of industry, doesn't it? It's the most fascinating room in the house to the small fry, too, with its warmth and tantalizing odors. But for Mother, unless she's a good organizer, the hive of industry is apt to become a frenzied flurry with everything piling up and nothing going the way it should. This year, more than ever before, it's the wise woman who has planned her menus well in advance with plenty of room for changes in case she has to, at the last moment, substitute foods which are available for those which aren't. With the celebration of our fifth wartime Christmas, we're very fortunate indeed to have so many foods available. Now, I was speaking to some people the other day who had recently arrived in Canada from England. They were astonished at the luxury of life here. So much food, so little regard for waste. They said it was like coming to a pre-war world. In England, they said you just didn't dare leave food on your plate. You felt obliged to eat it all up whether you wanted to or not. Or if anyone was looking at you and they saw food on your plate, well, they made you feel like crawling under the table. Well, even though according to our conception at least, our celebrations will be very simple this year, they still require a great deal of planning to say nothing about the actual preparations. If you haven't completed a Christmas work plan yet, let me tell you how the consumer section suggests that you work it out. To begin with, we will assume that you have the Christmas pudding, mincemeat, and fruitcake made out of the way, or at least arranged for. Now, why not consider the whole Christmas weekend in your meal plan? Choose those menus for which a great deal of advanced preparation can be made, and which are elastic enough to take care of any unexpected guests. A buffet-style supper Christmas Eve is ideal, and easy to arrange, with everyone helping himself. A pass-around far-side tea on Christmas evening is also easy on the hostess and people usually don't require a substantial supper after a Christmas dinner. We've found that it helps considerably to take stock of your shelves, check your staples, and order anything you need a week before Christmas. That would be by next weekend. Or at the latest, by the Tuesday before Christmas. It means one less thing to have to fuss about later on, and will avoid that maddening last-minute search for poultry seasoning or some other thing which seems to have vanished from the pantry shelf at the crucial moment. You will have probably also placed your turkey order or your chicken or goose order, whatever it is you're serving for the main course, by next weekend, or will be doing so the first of the following week. Other things which can be crossed off the list early are cranberry jelly. You can make it, pour it into sterilized molds or glasses, and store it well covered in a cool place until needed. Cookies which store well, salad dressings, and so on, can also be made in advance. <laughs> but I don't have to warn you to hide the cookies well or they may disappear before the required time. Here's an elastic sort of schedule for Christmas week. Monday should really find you with the details of your week and menus completed. Your final shopping list made out and everything under control. Tuesday, you might complete as much of the shopping as possible, leaving only the perishable foods to be picked up later in the week. Wednesday should see the last of the baking completed. Pastry for mincemeat, tarts, cheese straws, etc. can be prepared wrapped well in wax paper and stored in the refrigerator, ready to be rolled out and baked at a moment's notice. Thursday, the bread for the stuffing can be prepared. Friday, you can wash the salad greens, prepare the celery, make your carrot sticks, etc., and put them in the crisper in the refrigerator. Or, if you haven't a crisping compartment, a kettle or roaster with a tight-fitting lid may be used and stored in the icebox or a cool place. It will do the crisping job very, very nicely. The turkey, goose, or chicken may be stuffed Friday also, 
though some people prefer to leave that for Christmas Day since it really tends to make the dressing a bit soggy. Some pudding sauces may be made the same day or the day before Christmas. Choose one of these that can be made the day before and so eliminate one more last-minute job if you like. Christmas morning, some of the vegetables may be prepared early, but please don't let them stand in water until you're ready to cook them. No one approves of that nowadays. They lose too much of their mineral and vitamin content. Instead, prepare those vegetables which don't darken on exposure to air, such as carrots, turnips, etc. Then wrap them well in wax paper or a clean, dampened towel. Put them in a bowl or pan with a lid and keep in a cool place, preferably the refrigerator, until you're ready to cook them. Of course, we don't recommend keeping fresh vegetables standing any longer than absolutely necessary, even this way, because of the destruction of vitamins that takes place. If you have a plan of your own to follow, you know how much easier it is on you. And instead of being a nervous wreck on Christmas Day, you can really enjoy the celebration as much as anyone. Well, good luck with your preparations, and good morning, everyone. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.